0: Welcome to Word Anchor Podcast with Dr. Karen Kambule, where we search the scriptures to find solutions to life's issues. Download to this episode, share it with your friends and family. Stay blessed. Remember to make the word of God your anchor. Thank you for tuning in to Wet Anchor Podcast. Today's topic is invoking a blessing impacting generations. The normal generation at any given time for a family is five levels. My family was left with one surviving grandmother giving us the five levels. She recently departed. She leaves behind a legacy of pushing boundaries and shaping culture. When other women stayed at home waiting for their husbands to bring the money she went out to sell stuff in faraway places to make money. She was uneducated but planted a seed in my education. My mother on the other side was an uneducated housewife that turned her faith and got education and became a teacher despite the societal views at the time. I stretched and broke the boundary and obtained a PhD becoming the first doctor in my family on both sides. Generations are impacted by the ways of blessing the purposeful actions that change the course for generation and legacy built and left behind by giants. We all have choices to bless or to curse, to accept blessings or curses. We all have one basic blessing. It is found in Genesis chapter 1 verse 28. The rest of our lives hinges on how far we go with this blessing and the blessing we invoke as we go along. One time, my sister said something about our family having sinuses. I said to her, we do not have sinuses in my family. She said, my daughter has sinuses and my other daughter, and I flatly refused this idea that sinuses ran in my family. I told her we do not have generational sicknesses here. She can accept it for herself, and I refuse it. My husband's side of the family have sinuses, and we all know the noise that comes with it. My husband on the other side has a mild form of sinuses, and I even forget it at times. There are things that we must never accept and commit generations to with the words we speak and the actions we take. The first words that God spoke to the male and female were a blessing. Before he gave them the rules of what they should do or should not do, he blessed them. A blessing is a powerful igniter of the future. It even shapes how you see yourself, and if you take it to heart, you begin to walk in the blessing. Being blessed does not mean you will not have trouble. Remember Adam and Eve. They were not immune to the visitation by Satan though they were blessed. So the attack of the enemy does not take away the blessing. Satan did not force them. He changed their convictions. One time they knew they were like God, made in his image. The next they thought God was withholding something and they took it from Satan. They failed to dominate the serpent. The word for blessing is not just something that God says and gives, but as his image, we have the ability to speak a blessing to others as well. Generations are impacted by the ways of blessing or cursing issued whether they receive the blessing or curses is determined by their own convictions as well. You can have for example a family that is blessed and one person out of the whole family lives a life contrary to the rest of the family. So people have choices. People have choices even when a blessing is already issued for the family line they can live a life that is different from the rest of the family. God, through Moses, instructed Aaron to speak a priestly blessing over the children of Israel. In Numbers chapter 6, verse 24 to 26, it reads thus, Speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, This is the way you shall bless the children of Israel. So they get an instruction that the priest must bless the children of Israel in a specific manner. This is the blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. And today as believers, even though we are Gentiles, we are accepted as Israel by faith. Therefore, you can go ahead and bless your children in this very same manner. When the world seems to be darkened and messy, this blessing invokes the light of God to shine over the people. So when you think that everything is not working out. You think that you cannot even see the way out of your situation. Let this blessing be invoked in your life. Let the Lord's face shine upon you. When the Lord's face is shining upon you, there's no way you cannot come out of the dark place. God is light. And when his face is shining upon you, surely light is going to be ignited. One time, my older daughter saw demonic spirits during a revival where one of the internationally acclaimed servants of God was preaching. She was still a teenager and that scared her. She cried a lot. We were assisting with ushering and then we told the host pastor and he told the bishop. The following day, he called her to the front. Instead of talking to her about the demons or trying to get her not to be scared about what she saw, he started blessing her. Praise Jesus. I was right behind her, and I cried hearing this blessing. I mean, this man of God, he is very famous. He, he preaches in international pulpits, and there he was. He even knelt down and prayed for her and spoke a blessing. He touched her feet, anointed her feet with oil, and spoke a blessing over my own child, a child he didn't even know from a bar of soap, but the words that he spoke that day, I hold them even today in my heart. No matter what happens in life for my daughter, there is a powerful blessing that will keep propelling her forward. There are enemies that will not be able to stand against her simply because of that blessing that man spoke over her. A blessing is not given to someone because they are good people. You're blessed to cause good things to happen to a person. Remember Jacob. He was a thief and a crook, but he was chosen by God and blessed by Isaac, his father. And after receiving his blessing, he ran away and went to Laban. He stayed there and worked out his blessing, and he received back what he planted. Laban crooked him as well of his wages. Now you can be sure that the seeds that you plant, they will definitely germinate. But because Jacob was blessed and the blessing of God is not reversed, the blessing that brought an increase in the flocks of Laban is the blessing that Jacob came with. Even in the process of being crooked by Laban, Jacob was still blessed. He came out with many flocks and even two wives and children, even though he had been crooked. Now, You may say that things are not going well in your life, but if you focus on the blessing of God concerning you, the blessing of God in your life, will cause things to happen. And if you do not see those opportunities, you cannot then say, I am not blessed because the blessing remains. Jacob did not sit down and wait for the flocks to increase. He went out daily to find pasture for Laban's flock and God favored him with a supernatural increase of his own flocks. If only we can raise a generation that will receive the blessing and go and work it out. Praise the Lord. If only People can receive the blessing, believe in the blessing of God concerning their lives. There's so much that people can achieve. There's so much that people can do. Just a simple blessing, increase and multiply, dominate and rule. Just that simple blessing over humankind is the blessing that we go into a place and we're saying, I am blessed and therefore I'm going to increase. I'm going to increase in education. I'm going to increase in my business. I'm going to increase in my children. I'm going to increase in favor. I'm going to increase in, in respect. I'm going to increase in blessing others. I'm going to increase in doing good. You are blessed. Live that blessing. Invoke that blessing for the generation in your family. The amount of work that is put by successful business people, is massive. They put resources, time, and ideas, and they bring together people, and the result is a successful business, an increase in income and market share and then somebody will sit at home and do nothing and say, I am cursed. You actually have to get up and do something. You may have the blessing of God in your life, and because you are not doing anything, Jacob had to do something to invoke that blessing. You'll find that the person that is doing nothing is claiming the curses. Nothing will work out for you when you are working out nothing. You cannot sit and do nothing and expect the blessing to bring something on a silver platter. Manna happened once for the children of Israel. The rest of the times, they had to work it out. They had to go out to battle to win. They had to take the land that they have by winning a battle. And today's Christians don't want to go to a battle. They just say, I am blessed and then nothing. You have to get up. You have to go out. You have to do something. You have got to invoke that blessing with the things that you will do. There is a blessing that was issued by the family of Rebecca. Bless your family as well. When this young lady went out to marry Isaac, the people in her family said, our sister, May you become the mother of thousands of ten thousands, and may your descendants possess the gates of those who hate them. Genesis 24 verse sixty. So they sent her out. They said, you go there, my sister, you will not be barren. You'll have children and your children will be many. Your descendants will possess the gates of those who hate them. Imagine those descendants. They go to the gates of their enemies and they possess those gates. Praise God. But you see, Rebecca struggled to have children still. Even though she was blessed, Isaac prayed and she conceived. The blessing by her family had already been issued. Isaac joined in living out that blessing by praying to God. You too, bless your children, bless your family. You see somebody barren, bless them. Then another one that spoke a blessing is Isaac blessing Jacob, his son. In Genesis chapter 27, verse 28 to 29, Isaac said, Therefore may God give you of the dew of heaven, of the fatness of the earth, and plenty of grain and wine. Let the people serve you, and nations bow to you. Be master of your brethren, and let your mother's sons bow down to you. Cursed be everyone who curses you, and blessed be those who bless you. If you look at this blessing, it's not talking necessarily about money, but it's talking about agricultural produce, the fatness of the earth, but you've got to go and plow, the plenty of grain, you need to put seed on the ground. And wine in plenty. You need to plow and have a vineyard. You need to go and take care of that vineyard. You need to be able to go and harvest the grapes and make the wine. It says let people serve you. Then you see leadership coming out of specific family. You wonder what happened. This is a blessing. You see nations bowing down to certain people. You wonder why certain people are going and standing before kings and presidents. It is a blessing. It says be master over your brethren. We know that Jacob had already, of course, taken this blessing by crook, but it was God's plan. Praise the Lord. It says, let your mother's sons bow down to you. So leadership is shaped through this blessing. It says, cursed be everyone who curses you and blessed be those who bless you. So the blessing of Jacob was from generation to generation. And the people that came across Jacob and blessed Jacob, they were going to receive a blessing. So this is a blessing that kept perpetually through generations of people, not just the people that belong to Jacob, but the people that blessed Jacob would also be blessed. And Jacob, before he died, he spoke blessings to his sons, the 12 sons. He had also blessed um, Joseph's sons in the chapter before this one where he was blessing the rest of the sons. However, in, in the blessing of Jacob, we see positive blessings, and we also see negative blessings. But I want to pick up on the blessing that he spoke over Judah. He said in Genesis chapter 39 verse 8 to 10, Judah, you are he whom your brothers shall praise. Your hand shall be on the neck of your enemies. Your father's children shall bow down before you. Judah is a lion's world. From the prey, my son, you have gone up. He bows down, he lies down as a lion, and as a lion Shall rouse him. The scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor a lawgiver from between his feet, until Shiloh comes, and to him shall be the obedience of the people. Now we pick up Judah receiving the blessing one of being praised by his own brothers. We also see that he will win battles against his own enemies, and it says his father's children shall bow down before him. So Judah is already set up for leadership. Before his brothers. It is in the line of Judah, the son of Jacob, the son of Isaac, the son of Abraham, that God raised up the nation Israel. It says, The sceptre shall not depart from Judah. And the sceptre is representing kingship. And from Judah came David. From Judah came Jesus Christ, the King of kings, from that lineage. And this is a blessing that was spoken, and it came to pass many many years after i mean centuries not just a few years but centuries after this blessing was spoken so you can today look at your children and begin to speak a blessing out of your heart and speak that blessing over your children and impact generation we also remember the story of the angel that spoke to mary the mother of jesus the angel said to mary rejoice a highly favored one the lord is with you Blessed are you among women. Wow. Mary, you are blessed among women. She didn't have a child. She didn't know anything about having a child. She was waiting to be married to Joseph, her fiancé. But an angel came and spoke a blessing to her. Today, we still see Mary as a blessed woman. Each and every one of us, we can think how she carried our Lord in her own womb. What manner of blessing did this woman have? Praise the Lord. The word of God is so perfect. When Elizabeth met Mary, she spoke with a loud voice and said, blessed are you among women and blessed is the fruit of your womb. Imagine Elizabeth did not know Mary was pregnant. Mary knew because the angel told her. And when Elizabeth met Mary, Elizabeth spoke the very same blessing that the angel spoke to Mary. What manner of blessing is this one? So today, the Bible says to us, Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. When you're cursing someone, you want them to fail. You want bad things to happen to them. And when they begin to experience that kind of life or mishaps or bad fortunes happening in their lives, do you think that they will like you back? Do you think that when things are going bad for somebody that is a bad person in the first place, is that going to make them? better people because you are causing a curse for generations. You say this generation, this must happen to them. And it happens because you have been hurt by one person and you're impacting generations when you're cursing even just one person. We don't need a generation of hooligans simply because someone was hurt and decided to curse the person that hurt them. And I'm not saying that when somebody hurts you, it is okay. it's not okay. But also when you speak a curse over somebody, you are impacting not just this one person but you are impacting generations there are people innocent people that will be impacted negatively by the words of cursing that you speak over another person you'll remember the actions of david you'll also remember the curse that was spoken over his own family the word said that blood shed will not stop in his family and it didn't when he did something bad to uriah his own son did something bad to his own concubines. It is not nice. We'd rather have more blessing on this earth than cursing. Let each one speak forth blessing to generation. Bless your children. Bless your family. Bless your neighbors. You need rich neighbors. You need happy neighbors. You need neighbors that are loving and kind. Bless them. They may be of help to you tomorrow. You don't even know. You may need their help tomorrow and you're standing there cursing them. Bless your colleagues. They may be on the other side of the interview table for your child to get a job. You can even pray for the one persecuting you to get a job elsewhere. And they do and they leave you in peace. But when you spend your efforts and time and words speaking cursing upon this person and their life turns out for the worst And they are bitter and they are angry and they are full of um, vile and bitterness. They will still come back to you for more. Cursing them can make them even more evil and they will still become a thorn in your own flesh. Bless people. If you don't want them before you, bless them. Don't say somebody must go die. Bless them. Let them live better. Speak a blessing over people. Generations await us to drive the course of their history today. Go ahead. Bless your children, step up and bless your neighbors, bless your children's friends. You need good friends around your children, bless them, bless your entire family. Even the misbehaving ones, you need a family that has peace, bless them, continuously speak good things. One may not change in their misbehaviors, but maybe their children will. Because of the blessing that you speak over them. You may not change the lives of the people that you see now. But when you speak a blessing over them, it goes for generation. Invoke a blessing for your city, for your country. Change the course and the face of your city with a blessing. Stand up and say, our city shall be full of peace. Uh, Our city shall be full of people that are able to make money. Our city shall be buzzing with business. Our city shall be full of people that are saved. Bless your city. Bless your city. Speak good about your city. It may not look like it's a good place for you to be, but it is you that can change the face of your city with the words that you speak. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Numbers 6 verse 24 to 26. And this is a blessing you ought to be saying to your children. Shalom. Thank you for listening to Word Anchor Podcast. Please share with your family and friends. Remember to check out the show notes. Connect with me on social media platforms. Give feedback also and continue to spread the word. Tune in for the next episode and make the word of God your anchor.